You're listening to the Bread of Life podcast, featuring my latest teachings from the Word of God. The Word is truth and life to those who find Him, and Jesus is ready to be found. Today, I want to talk about being a hearer with Christ. And being a hearer with Christ means that we are a part of the family of God. Amen. Before talking about being in the family of God, I want to talk about being a friend of God. For I believe that this is the first state we ought to take And that is taken, rather, before we become a child of God. Now, in the book of John, chapter 15 and verse 14, it says that you are my friends if you do what I command. Amen. This is Jesus here speaking to his disciples. And he says, you are my friends if you do what I command. And so if we follow the commandments of the Lord, if we obey him as he asks us to, then he considers us friends. And Abraham had this testimony that he was a friend of God. For the Bible says there in the book of James that Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And so for the belief that Abraham had in God, the Bible says that he was called a friend of God. Amen. And as Abraham believed God, believed in his word and promises, this too allowed Abraham to obey the Lord, to be obedient to the Lord and to his word. Amen. Hence, when asked to leave his country, his friends and family, Abraham did so because he believed God. He believed that he indeed would show him the land of Canaan. And when asked to give to the Lord his only son, he did this without hesitation for he was obedient to the Lord. Now I must tell you, the Lord wants us to be friends with him. This I know for sure. The Bible speaks about it, that those who are the friend of God are those who do his commandments. But I ought to let you know that there is a step further than the friendship of God that he requires of us. Now, let's take a look at the story of the rich man who approached Jesus there when he was on his way. The Bible says there in Mark 10 that a rich man, a man of great wealth, approached Jesus and asked him, What shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And now the Lord begins to highlight the commandments to him and he begins to list them off. And the young man interrupts and says, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. And yet the Lord acknowledged that there was one thing missing and he tells the young man to give all his possessions to the poor. He tells the young man to then take up his cross and to follow him. 
Hearing such words, the young man was grieved, the Bible says. Hearing such words, the young man walked away, for he had great possessions. He had much wealth. Here we have a young man who was eager, I would say, to know the way of eternal life. And when he was given the answer, it grieved him as to what it had cost. It grieved him to acknowledge the cost for that which he had asked. And although he had kept the commandments that Jesus listed, I believe that him doing so would then make him a friend of God because he had kept the commandments. But there was something missing that he was not willing to do. And that was to deny self. And that was to take off his cross and follow the Lord. And that was to not exchange his will and his life for the Lord. This young man, as we can see, was not willing to die to self. He was not willing to lay down his life. And yet Jesus has showed us by example that no man taketh his life, but Jesus tells us that he had laid it down voluntarily for our sake. You see, after becoming a friend of God, it does not stop there. The Lord wants us to also be a part of the family of God. And this is those who are born again. This is those who have laid down their lives and have decided now to live according to the Spirit of God and not according to the flesh no longer. This is those who have given themselves over to the Spirit of God so that He can transform our mind for us to know and approve what is the will of God. Amen? And so many of us, we become friends of God where we believe in him, we believe in his promises, and we're able to obtain that which he has promised because we have believed. And then we stop at this last mark here. This last mark which then requires us to deny self and to enter into the family of God. This last mark here, which requires us to crucify self and be born again into the family of God. Now, I believe that there are stages in our walk with God. I'm convinced of this, especially when I read in the book of Galatians. It says there in the book of Galatians 4 and verse 7 that, Wherefore thou art no more servant, but a son. And if a son we are, it says, then a hearer of God through Christ. How be it then when he knew not God, he did service unto them which by nature are no gods. Amen. And so by reason, when we did not know God, we were servants of the world. We were servants unto other gods by nature. And then when we've come to the understanding of God and who he is, we then transitioned. 
And then from that mark there, the Bible says that we are called his friends when we do the commandments of the Lord. And on going from being a friend with God, the Bible shows us here that there is a place in God in which we can obtain sonship through Christ. Amen. And so going back there on verse 7, the Bible says, Wherefore thou art no more a servant, no more do we have that title of servant, a servant who does not know what the master is doing, a servant who does not know the will of God. But the Bible says that we are thou a son of God, given we have been born by the Spirit, into the family of God. Amen. And this is what it's all about. It's obtaining that position where we become co-heirs with Christ. Amen. Now, friends of God get gifts. And, you know, it's important that we don't just settle for being a friend to obtain the gifts of God. The gift of the Holy Spirit is given to the friends of God, to those who obey the Bible says there in the book of Acts 5 that the Holy Spirit is given to those who obey him. Amen. And we know, as we read before, that those who obey the Lord, follow his commands, are called the friend of God. And so the gift of the Holy Spirit is given to the friends of God. But we ought not to remain there. There's a step further, and that is to obtain the sonship with Christ. And with this sonship, we obtain the inheritance of God. Amen. It is through that sonship that we too obtain the promise that was given to Jesus, and that is to have eternal life and to live with our Father in heaven forever. Amen. And so friends become family of God when they are born again, when they are born into the family of God by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus says that who is my mother? Who is my brother and sister? He said, these are those who hear the word of God and do it. It says it there in the book of Luke. Amen. And it says there in the book of Matthew that whosoever shall do the will of the Father, they are brothers and sisters to Christ. They are his family. Amen. And so by reason, I am led to believe that family are friends of God who have now been adopted into the family of God. And it says there in the book of Ephesians that the Lord had predestined us to be adopted as sons and daughters for Christ Jesus. And this is according to his will. Amen. When the prodigal son had left the father's house, he had become as a slave to the world. He had become as a slave to money. And he had joined himself to the country in which he was abiding. He, the Bible says that he had become a citizen of that country and so was no longer 
a citizen of the kingdom, for he had taken up the identity of another and was a slave to them. But at the point of time when his mind was transformed and he came to himself, at the point in time when he had returned to the Father, he had then inherited the righteousness of God as he was clothed with that robe of righteousness. At that moment, he had returned. He had then become a partaker of the covenant of God when that ring there was placed on his finger. And so we can see there that no longer was he a slave, but he had returned to be a son of the Father. In interpretation of Son of God, to inherit that which is rightfully his. Amen. Yes, the Lord is looking for friends, but he's also looking for those who are willing to pay the price to become co-heirs of Christ. He's looking for those who are willing to deny self, to give up their will for the will of the Father to be glorified. And in doing so, we will obtain our expected end. And so maybe you believe God and you know about Him and you carry out your duties as you seem fit to do. But you've never really given your life to the Lord. You've never really laid down your life and taken up your cross and followed Him. You have not yet entered into a life in which your life is now led by the Spirit. Led by the Spirit of God and not led by the flesh and by your emotions. But the Lord now leads the path in which you take. I've come to realize in my walk with Christ myself that the Christian life is a life laid down. And until we lay it down, we really have not walked this life in the manner and purpose that the Lord requires of us. And so search your heart this day and consider within yourself whether or not you are truly a part of the family of God and whether or not you will obtain the inheritance which is promised unto the sons and daughters of God. For only you can know this, only you can know whether or not you are truly living a life that has been laid down for the Lord. Only you can know whether or not you've been truly born again. And if this is not so, I urge you to make that step. Convert yourself and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Follow the one who has shown us by example and has laid down his life so that we may have life in him. Who has died on a cross in our place so that we may have life in him who rose on the third day and is now seated at the right hand of the Father to show us that the promise is for him and for us and one day we too will live with the Father in heaven and 
and obtain eternal life. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Bread of Life podcast. Visit our website, nomoreblind.com for more information regarding this podcast and many others. Share this message with your friends and family and help us spread the word of God, which restores our soul. Until next time, remember, the grass may wither and the flower may fade, but the word of God will never change.